Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason, your host with Simple Biz 360 Podcast. Man, it's great to be with you today. I really appreciate you tuning in. And we're just going to have a light episode today, just talking about something that, uh, again, is often overlooked and ignored in the business world. So we'll get to it in a second. But first things first, hey, we'd love you to subscribe. If you have, are watching the show and you have not subscribed, we invite you to on YouTube. You can look in the lower right-hand corner of your screen, hover over that cursor, Boom, get you into the subscription mode. You got to be signed into YouTube to do it. Uh, plenty of other ways on, once you're on YouTube to, to actually subscribe. And then uh, if not, hey, we're on 26 listening channels. So Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google, you know, iHeart, Pandora, you name it, you can go on there as well. And, uh, you know, we also invite you to to do that. And if you don't want to, fine. You can grab the episodes on our website at simplebiz360.com. Uh, so anyway, we come out every Thursday morning, 730 Central, like clockwork. So we're uh, having a lot of fun doing this. And today I want to talk about role playing and rehearsing. And it's really something that's kind of overlooked a little bit and, I, you know, a lot actually. And a lot of people are fearful of it. They think it's only a salesy thing and that, you know, nobody else could be in a research and rehearse mode. But I just want you to think through it this way. You know, anytime you rehearse something and you role play it, you become better and better at what you're saying. You're able to manage your smiles better, your voice inflection, your expressions, because the verbiage is becoming more and more common to what you do. Now, you'll see hanging over me here is the remote biz 360 Um uh, icon there. And, you know, I've, honestly, a lot of people have been furloughed. A lot of people still are not back at work with, uh, with the pandemic. And, you know, there's an opportunity for a lot of people to re-engage into the interview process. And, and this is a big component of interviewing better. And we take, we take this to heart. Uh, if you go on my website to the store, we have a product called NJAB and NJAB2. NJAB2 is basically um, a new job assistance builder with a book or without a book. So my, my book from Amazon uh, comes with it. We ship it to you from our offices for that product. But this is what's in there. It's 70 questions of application example interviewing. Now, what are these? These are questions that if you're going into inter the interview process, this is great. Grab your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, uh, family members, friends, associates, college roommates, and you guys can actually role play some example um, application example questions. And what does that mean? I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a prime, um, you know, example of that. So let's say that you're uh, being interviewed and someone says, Hey, what is the best piece of advice you were ever given? And you state that piece of advice. The example interviewing process would say, well, then give me two examples of how uh, you use that. And so now you can role play and, and flush out those two examples and be prepared for some of that tough questioning. Chances are you're not going to get that tough questioning, but there are 70 questions here um, put together to cover a lot of different characteristic traits that will help you in that interview process, help your words to, to flow better, to help your, um, with, to help you answer without lag times, to help you answer with confidence, not arrogance, to help you answer with, um, you know, just a, a good professional polish to you. And it's all because, uh, you study some, you spend some time role-playing. Now, how important is it? Well, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I knew I was going to write my book 
in you know 1989 I put, started putting it together as I've told you many times but in 2016 I actually started the writing process so right around that time I said hey I think that podcasting is going to become a component of this in fact I'm sure it will so uh, you know I want to start flexing my muscles now to become a better podcast interviewer and to be a better interviewee so as you know, I drive an eight state territory for my sales agency. I'm up in the upper Midwest. So I, I cover the great plains, the high plains. So I spend a lot of nights, a uh, hundred nights a year in a hotel roughly. And you know, I, I'm pulling into my hotel at 10 30, 11 o'clock, 11 30 on many occasions. So I have a lot of uh, time I'm driving in the dark. And what I've done is starting in 2016, I turn the radio off, turn all the music off, and I would start conducting mock interviews as though I was being interviewed on television, as though I was doing the interviewing, as though his newspaper was interviewing me. And I would just role play over and over, I mean, hundreds of hours of this role playing were conducted in my car where no one could hear me, but I got. I, I got the ability to put together my cadence, put together my delivery, put together my expressions. I could work on my um, facial expressions, my genuineness, my authenticness. And what I knew I really had to do is once I came out in the podcast genre was to be able to, to create an environment where people feel like they're having a cup of coffee with me, feel like we're just having a chat together. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm not the best at it. You know, with a couple, uh, almost a couple dozen interviews uh, close to it under my belt now, you know, I'm getting better all the time because I'm cognizant of what I need to get better at. I'm working at that skill. I'm polishing that skill. I'm role-playing it all the time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with the progress I'm making. And, um, you know, but there's still tons of room for improvement. But I, you know, had, a, had an interview recently where I just really appreciated the gentleman saying, you know what, this really felt very, very comfortable. It really did, Jeff. Thank you so much. And that's what I'm striving for. And I'm striving for the experience of you listening to this content to be a desirable one also. So, you know, role playing is so big, guys. Don't ignore it. Don't, you know, don't skirt by it. And don't feel like people are going to make fun of you for doing it. Man, you will eliminate a lot of competition in interviews if you just role play your answering of questions more. So think about it. Um, what are we going to focus on today? Man, I'm stuck in this 60s zone. You know, the British invasion, one of the big bands that came out of the, the BI movement was the Yardbirds, right? And Yardbirds have had some big names cycle through there. So you've got, you know, Clapton cycled through, Jeff Beck, got Jimmy Page. I mean, this has been a, a really a, a big influential band for the music industry. And uh, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And so they did a tune, um, and, and you guys may know it. It's um, it, Tiny Bradshaw wrote it, who's a rhythm and blues guy out of Ohio, I believe. Wrote it in 1951. You may know this song best uh, as it was done by Aerosmith, but it's a train kept a rolling. Well, let me tell you, in 1964, uh, or 65, on an album the Yardbirds put out, one of the sides of the album features Jeff Beck as the guitarist. The other side features Eric Clapton. Well, the side that features Beck did train kept a rolling and you will hear his his fuzzy guitar there and just it's just got such a cool sound and i'm still i still don't know whether i'm gonna put the live version up or the studio version for you to listen to but man what a cool rendition a train kept a rolling and you know what 
Keep your trains rolling, guys. Keep that rehearsing and role-playing going because, man, you will just get better at what you do. Your words will roll off the tongue easier. You just sound better. You sound more convincing, and people will respond better, I believe. So anyway, hey, remember, please, 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 the 3Y challenge, right? Take that 3Y challenge respond to all inquiries, follow up, but the rubber meets the road with the follow through. That's where people fall on their sword. They don't do the follow through. So remember to do it. You'll get, you'll, you go far places when you do that. And Hey, customer perception is customer reality. Facts are out the window. It's what people think about you, their perception of you. So you've got to understand that. Do everything you can to create positive, strong perceptions, build on that, work on that, you know, hone that perception, shine it, polish it, make it better. And uh, you can't help but be successful. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.